Hi, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, September 10th. I can report to the American people and to the world that the United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden. We're getting out. We want to get out. We had good meetings with the Taliban, and uh, we are going to be leaving, and we're going to be bringing our soldiers back home. I was not going to extend this forever war, and I was not extending a forever exit. Four American presidents over the last 20 years dealing with the immediate and long-term consequences of the biggest terrorist attack on the United States homeland in its history. No doubt that single day changed so much, certainly for the families who lost people on that day. It changed their entire lives forever. It also certainly changed the politics of America for these last 20 years. I'm sure all of you listening to this special episode commemorating the 20th anniversary of 9-11 have a reflection of where you were, what you were doing when you first heard of the attack, saw the attack happening live perhaps that morning, just like I do. For me, it was my very first year as a journalist. I was covering New York City politics. I was working for New York One News, a 24-hour cable channel in New York City. Obviously, my assignment changed radically as the day unfolded. And in fact, that very first night of September 11th, and I will never forget this, I was assigned to be on the overnight shift to shoot video outside the medical examiner's office of the expected bodies to be brought to the morgue there on the east side of Manhattan. And all I got video of were these empty refrigerated trucks because no bodies were arriving. It was a grim and astonishing reminder of just how intense that attack was and the reverberations that were going to be felt forever. None of us will ever forget this day, yet we go forward to defend freedom. But there's something that happened in the body politic in America in the aftermath of that terrorist attack, we saw unity, true rallying around the flag effect that I don't think we've ever seen since. Now, remember, just to put this in historical context, these attacks occurred just nine months after one of the most bitterly divided presidential elections took place in our history. I want you all to know that America today, America today is on bended knees. And yet, just nine months later, this attack happens and the country unifies. The overwhelming support for President George Bush, irrespective of whether you voted for him or liked him or didn't, the country was behind its commander in chief. Now, that goodwill for George W. Bush did not last forever, largely because of the policy choices he made 
In the aftermath of 9-11, the search is underway for those who are behind these evil acts. George Bush knew that his presidency was forever transformed by that day. We will make no distinction between the terrorists who committed these acts and those who harbor them. And his mission number one, above all else, was to prevent another attack on America's homeland and to keep Americans safe. He launched the war in Afghanistan, going after the Taliban, who had given comfort to al-Qaeda. States like these and their terrorist allies constitute an axis of evil, arming to threaten the peace of the world by seeking weapons of mass destruction. He increased that war effort by declaring a global war on terrorism anywhere and everywhere. And it was that global war on terrorism that eventually led him to launch the war in Iraq, largely seen now, in hindsight, as a policy failure, but at the time really divided the country politically because George Bush and his political allies were putting forth this notion that either you are in support of this war effort or you're not patriotic, you're not for America. Now, that's not how all Americans saw it, obviously. And there was a great divide over America going to war in Iraq. And in fact, it was his opposition to the Iraq war that largely paved the path for Barack Obama to become president after George W. Bush. CNN is told by several sources now that the president of the United States will announce in just moments that the United States has the body of Osama bin Laden. And it was Barack Obama who was commander-in-chief in 2011, nearly 10 years after the 9-11 attacks, when he was able to announce to the country that Osama bin Laden had been killed. Let us think back to the sense of unity that prevailed on 9-11. I know that it has at times frayed. Yet today's achievement is a testament to the greatness of our country. Of course, killing Osama bin Laden did not end these long wars that America was fighting in the aftermath of 9-11. In fact, in his first year in office, before killing Osama bin Laden, Barack Obama made a decision to surge more American forces into Afghanistan. And he did so against the advice of his then-Vice President, Joe Biden. Another impact we saw in American politics was the rise of xenophobia, racism against Muslims in this country. And we saw that really infect our body politic at times, even though at the outset, in 2001, immediately after the attacks, George Bush went to a mosque to argue against Americans allowing that sentiment to take hold. The face of terror is not the true faith of Islam. That's not what Islam is all about. Just 14 years later, Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States. Donald Trump, running for the presidency, was trafficking in exactly that when he announced his proposed Muslim ban as a key component of his candidacy. As for American forces overseas, Donald Trump, as president, committed 
to America that he would bring an end to the Afghanistan war. And how did he set about doing that? Well, he negotiated a deal with the Taliban by setting a date certain that he would have U.S. forces removed from Afghanistan. By the way, exactly the kind of policy many, many Republicans over the last two decades argued against. When I came into office, I inherited a deal that President Trump negotiated with the Taliban. It was that deal that Joe Biden inherited as president of the United States. And he committed to seeing the withdrawal of American forces from Afghanistan all the way through to completion. He promised to get it done by this 20-year anniversary. That assumption that the Afghan government would be able to hold on for a period of time beyond military drawdown turned out not to be accurate. As you no doubt know from the recent news events, that was a chaotic and hasty withdrawal as the Taliban took power so much more quickly across the country of Afghanistan than anyone had anticipated. So these political debates over war and peace, over individual liberties and national security, over religious freedom and racism and xenophobia, all of these themes grew out of those terror attacks on 9-11 and have played a dominant force in American politics for 20 years now, across four presidencies. And even as the wars come to an end and new threats emerge, the aftermath of the September 11th attacks on American politics, on American democracy, they will live on forever. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Mohammed Darwish is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe, David Rind, and Taylor Galgano. We'll be back Monday.